Welcome to our latest Pepper podcast. On December 11th, 2019, Pepper Hamilton will host our 10th annual Antitrust Developments Update at the Bellevue Hotel in Philadelphia. This interactive seminar will cover some of the leading topics in antitrust today and will provide attendees with practical guidance on how to minimize and manage their exposure in litigation. Jeremy Heap, co-chair of the Litigation and Dispute Resolution Department and co-chair of the Antitrust and Competition Section, and Alex Nissenbaum, a member of the firm's Health Sciences Department, join me today for this podcast to preview their panel at the conference. Jeremy and Alex, welcome. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Good to be here. Great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you spending some time with us today before the conference starts up in a couple of weeks. So, Jeremy and Alex, let's start with some background on the conference itself. Pepper has been hosting this event for about 10 years. Why do you think it's had such longevity? Brian, I'll take that one. This is Jeremy. It's a very uh, exciting uh, conference. We're really thrilled to be on our 10th year. I would say that its, it's success really is due to, um, one, it focuses on truly cutting-edge issues in the world of antitrust and competition. Two, we make it a real point to offer participants practical advice and pointers as they face these issues. Three, it's always got an interesting international-slash-European flavor. Um, Four, we always have a great keynote speaker. Um, and five, perhaps most, most importantly, is it always attracts a very um, excellent quality audience, many of whom have also been coming for the full 10 years. That's great, Alex. Let's turn to you. You'll be covering the ethics panel titled International Litigation and Transactions in the Face of GDPR. Can you tell our audience why this issue is so important? Sure. Uh, well, you know, Jeremy mentioned practical advice and, and you know, how we we'll try to bring that um, to the conference. And, and we see these issues relating to personal data all the time in international litigation and deals. You know, personal data is circulated constantly in litigation on the transactional side um, as an asset, for example. And, and sometimes there's confusion as to the obligations a lawyer or a client has uh, you know, with respect to that personal data. And, of course, as lawyers, we have a duty to preserve the confidences of our clients and certainly the personal data of any resident um, that we process on, on their behalf can fall under this professional obligation. And the GDPR and other recently passed uh, legislation provide individuals with certain rights relating to their personal data. And since these individuals uh, aren't necessarily lawyers' clients or even folks that um, have interests that are aligned with our clients, you know, lawyers need to understand how to, how to navigate these tensions. And you know, the GDPR also has implications for how lawyers safeguard data and you know, what technical and organizational measures in GDPR parlance uh, lawyers use to, to protect their data. And, and those things are instructive as to the measures that attorneys should consider in safeguarding you know, client information generally. Thanks, Alex. Uh, Jeremy, let's talk about GDPR a little bit more. Can you explain, and Alex mentioned this, but the ethical challenges around it uh, from a litigation standpoint? Sure. Um, the, uh, let me just begin by saying that the newest um, regulations uh, only became effective in May of 2018, so there's been a very sort of short period of time uh, for experience. 
with the regulations, how they're implemented, and the issues we're facing. So in the in the litigation world, um, the rules are becoming more and more clear in how they're being interpreted, but they're still really new. Um, so there, there are a lot of challenges that we face all the time. A couple of quick examples um, that are happening in litigation and may also be happening in the transactional side. First, when simply collecting documents from your own client in Europe, one of the uh, practices now is that you have to enter into a contract uh, with your client um, about how the documents will be handled. So, so you are now on opposite sides of a negotiating table with your own client, but also have to be aligned in terms of achieving their litigation objective. And without going into too many details, that creates some um, interesting and challenging ethical problems. A second issue that that I've been coming up uh, against is what do you do as a law firm um, with regard to GDPR if your client says, thank you very much for your advice, we choose not to follow it. Uh, We will um, comply or not comply in the way that we think is appropriate. That's a challenge because GDPR creates liability uh, for both the client and the law firm. Um, so again, it, it, it gives rise to ethical um, issues that one has to grapple with. And Alex, let's turn it back to you. What are some of the issues that you're seeing in the transaction side related to GDPR? Sure, Brian. Well, you know, data can be an important asset in any any deal in its own right, and, and every business uses personal data in a variety of ways. can have uh, employee data that can be quite sensitive, uh, customer data, um, and with the definition of personal information being very broad into the GDPR, even, even business contact information, customer lists, and things like that would be covered under the GDPR, and so issues arise all the time uh, when it when it comes to the point in the transaction where, for example, you need to, to transfer that personal data, we need to uh, start doing diligence on em- employees or start getting that information over so that uh, when the employees are, are now employees of the um, the buyer that uh, you can continue to to fulfill your obligations as an employer and, and things like that, and also you know just client data in general. I mean, we, oftentimes um, lawyers will be working with uh, U.S. Uh, entities that have uh, foreign affiliates, and and then a, a deal will necessitate working with the foreign affiliate, and all of a sudden you have uh, personal data of uh, you know EU. Uh, clients, and then you know, on, the, on the back end, when you, when you get that information um, in your own systems as you uh, go through it and, and diligence and, and things like that, you know, you're going to need you're going to have an obligation in your own right uh, to make sure that all of your vendors are, are properly securing that data. So there's a lot of vendor management obligations on the back end that uh, lawyers need to to make sure that they're complying with and and. Uh, you know, to make sure that they're complying with the GDPR uh, in general and, and uh, comporting with their ethical obligations. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a great panel. Let's tell our audience what some of the other topics they can expect to hear if they do attend the antitrust conference. Jeremy, can you go over that a little bit? Sure. Um, there are three other panels uh, and a very exciting keynote speaker. The first panel is called Reexamining the Great Victories. And 
it asks a really interesting question, which is these giant Supreme Court cases that the antitrust bar, defense bar primarily, has celebrated as victories, um, whether they have, in fact, resulted in um, less litigation and more defense victories. Um, so, for example, the um, all the way back to Twombly and the pleading standards are more antitrust cases being thrown out on motions to dismiss. For example, the famous Legion case with um, vertical price fixing, has that actually helped companies be able to develop uniform pricing policies? The second panel is um, hot topics, including DOJ's recent guidance on compliance um, and um, the uh, no poach um, policy that was promulgated by the Justice Department actually now in 2016, but that was followed by statements by um, uh, Assistant Attorney General Del Rahim that there were going to be criminal um, uh, um, prosecutions. Uh, following that, following that policy, which we have not seen yet, um, although we have seen a fair amount of civil litigation. So that panel will be covering um, those hot topics, and then the third panel um, is uh, international competition in the digital um, economy, and and this is really the hottest antitrust issue throughout the world right now. Um, whether um, these giant data companies like Google are um, um, engaging in practices um, with regard to massive amounts of data that violate our antitrust slash competition laws. And there's all kinds of activity um, all over the world, and we'll be exploring both um, U.S. and European developments in that regard. And then finally, we've got uh, Corin Wong Irvin, who is the Director of Antitrust Policy and Litigation at Qualcomm, who um, will be a fascinating speaker addressing uh, these issues. Thanks, Jeremy, and thanks, Alex. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a great conference. And for our listeners, if you are interested in attending this annual antitrust development update that Pepper hosts in Philadelphia, we said this year it's going to be on December 11th, please visit the Pepper Insight Center on our website at pepperlaw.com for more information and to register. Jeremy and Alex, thanks again. Thank you, Brian. Thank you.